everybody. Welcome to the Liberate Your Orgasm podcast. I am your host, Veronica Lynn Clark. I'm really excited you're here. I've got some great stuff for you. But before we dive into that, you know, I want to just share a philosophy I have. And that philosophy is that the person you are ready to become is on the other side of the permission you give yourself. Think about that for a minute. The person you're ready to become is on the other side of the permission you give yourself. So the experiences and the adventures that your soul is crying out to have is waiting for the permission that only you can give to it. So what keeps us from giving ourselves permission? What status or approval are we trying to uphold by denying ourselves the exploration of some of our deepest desires and fantasies? I always say that as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, then there's nothing wrong with exploring every aspect of yourself, diving into each curiosity so that you get a chance to know yourself more. You get to know what you like and what you don't like. It ultimately boils down to, do they own self be true? Because when you're true and honest and in alignment with yourself, you become a more masterful, powerful version of you. And that's who we want to show up at the party. And speaking of parties, I'm excited to share my guest for today. She's the host of the Curious Girl Diaries. She has been podcasting now for about three and a half years. She wasn't intending to start this podcast, The Curious Girl Diaries, but it ended up being such a point of interest for her listeners that she had to continue. And you're going to find out a little bit more why. And hopefully you're going to check out her podcast yourself because she is taking you along the ride of her own personal journey through her sexual exploration of her own curiosities and her own adventures. She's got a lot of different tools, such as a sex bucket list tutorial. I bet you're already getting an idea of what this podcast topic is going to be about. Yep. Wild adventure and sexual exploration. We're also going to be diving into a bit about balancing our masculine and feminine energy and what that means to be in dominance and in surrender. With no further ado, I want to introduce you to Layla London. Layla. Yes. Happy to have you here. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. I cannot wait to jump in. Me either. Like I told you right before we started this that I feel really, I'm curious. I'm excited about hearing your adventure. You know, I I mean, really this is, this whole world, this whole life is, is an adventure when we see it that way. And I, and I even believe that, you know, the things that we have to untangle ourselves from or wake ourselves up from in our lives is all part of the magical mystery of who we are becoming. Who are we becoming? Yeah. I love that you just said that because when I started this, that was really one of the biggest burning questions on my mind was, okay, if I do all this, and I give myself this year to explore sexually, which obviously, by the way, it's now seven years, right? So I, you know, the original intention of the show was not to be, it wasn't to be a podcast. It was to document 
who I was becoming. And I just wanted to memorialize it for myself. And I let other people kind of listen in. Yeah. But it, you know, it it grew from there. It exploded. So here I am seven years later. And I I have kind of a handle on that, who I'm becoming. But what I also love about that question is it's really kind of infinite. Like I don't know that I don't think I'll have the answer until like the moment I take my last breath. Like, and I think that's how it should be. Like, that's the fun part is that what I solidified and realized is that my sexuality is something that's always growing, changing and maneuvering and, and it makes its way, you know, and, and I'm, I'm right there with it. And, and it's not something that's stagnant or has, it's a finite, like it fits in this box in this time space. No, it's, it really, regardless of whether I'm putting energy into it, it's still there and it's still growing and changing and evolving. And I'm right there with it. Sort of, I, instead of being a passenger with it, I guess I'm more steering the ship now, you know, I've taken, taken control of it. And that's, that's where all the fun adventures have started from. I love that. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that you just shared, but I'd like first to uh, let's give the audience a little bit of background about how these adventures even started for you and you taking that year initially to start exploring your sexuality. So what led you to that? Yes. Um, gosh. I feel like I don't even, I almost feel like, like, who was that person? But, um, that, that was Tell us about it because, because was, somebody listening is definitely going to relate. No, right? a lot of people will mm-hmm. relate to this. So I, I am, I still am very much just a, you know, a type a business kind of driver. And I found myself, especially for women, you know, I feel like we, we're out there and we're, you know, if we're really trying to kind of make our mark on things, we will sort of uh, do that to the detriment of other things that get left in the dust. And so for me, I was just so passionate about my business and my work and building that, that that kind of became my lover, my best friend. It filled in a lot of blanks for me. And I started to really get a lot of positive feedback and just sort of identify like I'm I'm just this badass out there crushing it and then I and so when I was getting that feedback like yes yes you know then I I didn't want to give that up and so anything that came along that gave me the perception that it was going to there it was going to be an interference with that relationships which of course is sexual, you know, part of my sexuality and all that. I just stuffed it down. I was like, no, you know, this is my path. And then I kind of popped my head up one day and just sort of had this realization that, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? I have not had sex in three and a half years. Nobody's touched me. I'm wasting the pretty. I need to get out there. And like, what am I doing? You know, like literally it hit me like, okay, this isn't right. And so I knew when I had that moment, like I knew a, I have a problem and B, 
you know, for me, I, that was, I identified it as a problem mm-hmm. and that I'm a problem solver. So I'm, so I kind of put my business hat on. It was like, you got to fix this and you need a plan and action steps. Oh and God. we got to measure this. And what are we going to do? You know, like, how are we going to very quickly turn this around? And I, you know, I did, I came up with my plan, my action steps. And very quickly within about 10 days, I had <laughs> righted that wrong. So many of us do that. Right. I mean, we're just like, well, you know, we, we take a back seat and it's like, Hey, turn your freaking light on and d- stop wasting the pretty. Yeah. Well, and the bottom line is, is that we get to experience a wide array of life. If we increase our aperture, we get to see so much more. So there's more for us to be able to explore in life. Your business was your lover. That was your life. That was your focus. It was my porn. It was your porn. Wow. It was my porn. You got off on that. I did. I absolutely got, I identified like this got me off. I, it made me feel powerful, you know, kind of all these affirmations came my way through that. And, and at sort of, you know, at the detriment of some of the wonderful things that we have as women, our femininity, our sexuality, And, you know, I kind of was like, okay, that's going to the sideline. And then, yeah. Well, and then here's the thing about that. Here's, here's the thing. So in and of itself, being able to direct your energy into your business is, is a beautiful thing, right? Because that's also our sexual energy being able to be funneled into a particular way to birth our ideas and bring them into manifest form. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The challenge is when we begin to identify as that, and then we get the validation from, um, from the results, the fruit, you know, of our work. And then that is who we identify as. And then that's, and then that is the person that we believe ourselves to be like, that's where the stuckness and the hardness starts to come in. Right. Right. Yeah. So then something happened and you were like, fuck, no one's even touched my body. In three right. and a half years. And there's something to that because we need to be touched. Physical touch. I mean, infants die from it, from lack of it. Like it's so important. It really is a vital need. And that's kind of one of, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that I've realized from what I was doing to where I am now, but just that the, uh, you know, pushing away the intimacy and yeah. not being in the moment with someone and being real with someone and just even be, just, just be being willing to show up. Yeah. Wasn't that I was going to do anything. It's just, just being willing to show up. Like, okay, I see you, you see me. I, I wasn't even willing to go there and it had just gotten, you know, I'd really taken it to an extreme, but I think, I think a lot of women do this. I don't think that's unusual. I think, you know, our sexuality, I've kind of like, think of it like a spigot, you know, slowly I turned it, it just was slowly turning it off. And then it's just as easy to really just turn it back open full blast mm-hmm. and just go with it. And I did, you know, I just went the other direction. I'm like, well, I went one way, but I know I can change my mind. You can change your mind. That's and right. go the other way. And that's, and that's what I did. And, you know, a lot of times women will turn the spigot of their sexuality off or they're not recognizing that they're doing that, right? Because 
for protection and for all kinds of different reasons. Yep. They, they, they don't want to get derailed from their focus and they want to do this. And so you're right. It, what happens then if we're not conscious about that choice and we're not conscious about, well, what are the results of my choices? Then we can find ourselves years later without touch, without connection, without true intimacy of ever really even allowing somebody to get to know certain parts of ourselves or to know other, you know, someone else at a deeper level. Yes. Yeah. So you said no more and you created a plan in 10 days as the businesswoman you are, and you (laughs) executed against that plan. And I did. Seven years later, we've got the Curious Girl Diaries in full effect, and you are straight up like, oh, blossoming in your sexuality. Yeah. And you're blessing the world with sharing about your adventures. I hope so. I mean, I think for me, the goal is really, as I've done this, you know, I mean, it's changed, right? Because at first it was, uh, it was like, okay, this is for me. Yeah. And And, and the intention was that I was going to just shut it down in a year, but it caught on and people, you know, and I was saying that from the beginning and then it caught on and people like, oh no, 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 you can't, you know, and I thought one more year, you know, it was like one year became another year. And now, now I'm already, now I'm just in it. But the, the intention and what I realized, because the feedback that I got from putting that out there was that it was so needed yeah, and that people really enjoyed it. And then I really got to understand how limited we are with our, uh, especially for women, you know, with just our expressiveness, our language, our vocabulary, and and really our own just possession of our sexuality. We're sort of relying on, does this person think I'm, you know, is it's, it's kind of coming externally instead of like going, no, wait a minute. It actually emanates from the inside out. And I'm the one projecting it out, mm-hmm. not waiting for someone to signal to me like, Hey, you know, you're attractive or Hey, uh, you can be wild in bed, or it's okay for you to, uh, want to try all these things and experience different things right. and really kind of own your sexuality and, your orgasms and your pleasure and, you know, all that stuff. And so once I really got into it, I, re- I understood, Hey, my message is more just that I want people to be able to have conversations so openly and confidently about their sexuality that someday my goal is someday someone's going to listen to my show and be like, Oh my God, that's so boring. Like my grandma would listen to that. Like it's that I'm so passe and dated you know, and not cutting edge anymore. Like, but, cause everybody talks about it, like that mm-hmm. it's, it's, we're all comfortable with it. And so I'm, that's really my mission is just to get, you know, get people confident and comfortable with conversations and the language and the dialogue about their sexuality. And what I hear you saying in that is fully owning their expression and their truth. And And that is, we can't do that unless we can also open up to and see our sexuality for what it is, right? This beautiful life force, this co-creative energy that we can use to expand, expand more life through us. So it's a birth, it's a birthright. It's a birthright. 
like, I feel like women don't really understand this. Like we're so, our, our bodies are just so amazing. And like all the pleasure that we can have and give. And that's super powerful. And like, when powerful. I, I feel like when women tap into that side of themselves, it, it goes out there into everything that we do. It's not just like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm sexy. No, no. It, it is, there's so much under that umbrella that is, I'm an, I'm an excellent friend. I'm an, I'm an amazing mom. I'm an excellent lover. I'm a great partner. I'm creative. I'm confident. You know, I fucking own this room, you know, like it's just like you, and, and you also understand that that's an energy that you can choose to like, okay, today I'm not, I don't want my light to shine that bright. Like I can dim it. I can dim it down. But yeah. it's my choice. Nobody's controlling the dimmer switch, but me, it's not somebody else squashing it. Cause you can't squash this. You know, it's just like, I have control. And so once you listening, yeah. do you hear that? Everybody really take a note on that. You are the one who has control over the dimmer switch. No one else. You get to express yourself. You get to be curious and playful and discover. And you can, you, you, you might even mess up sometimes and you might, you know, you're going to do all kinds of funky things when you're initially getting to know yourself and starting to embody your sexuality. It is your own, your own path, your own way to express. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and I also, um, gosh, there was something you just said a moment ago, but I'll just, I'll turn it back over to you. Okay. Um, well, you, you were just talking about, yeah, the dimmer switch, the dimmer switch. Right. And so, you know, I think, I think a lot of women, like when I use that dimmer, dimmer switch term, you know, terminology, I think a lot of women actually un- innately understand that. That's why I say the dimmer switch, because I think women, as we are growing up and maturing, there comes a point where we're like, oh, hey, I, I see this. I feel the sexual energy coming my way. I, you know, and you start to, as a young woman, understand it. And you're kind of like, hmm, wow, that's powerful. Right. And so, and sometimes that's kind of scary or, you know, you're like, oh no, you know, I'm, you, you sort of shy away from it, or maybe society or somebody's telling you like, hey, don't, don't dress sexy or, you know, don't be too out there. And I personally feel like if, as long as there's, you know, consent and everybody's in agreement and on the same page, and especially when, and, and, and for the individual woman, you know, it's like, are, if you're comfortable with this and you're okay with this, it's okay. You know, just see where it goes. There's been so many times where you know, I've, cause I put things on my bucket list and I like to go out and try things. And the bucket list is just such a simple tool for getting me in situations that allow me to grow and, yeah. and experience my sexuality. Doesn't mean I have to do any of it. Mm-hmm. It just means I'm here and I'm open to what well, comes, what's going to happen and what's going to come my way today. Well, sometimes yeah, sometimes there's, I'm just an observer, right? And then other times I'm just like, whoa, I'm all about it. <laughs> so what are some of those things that are on your bucket list? Yeah. So it's the list has grown and changed over the years. 
but, and it's so funny because I, I was talking to uh, another podcaster and I said, one of the things that I hadn't done was, uh, you know, like the, I've done threesomes, but I hadn't done a male, female, male threesome. And I've always wanted to, and it just hasn't been right. And so like, what I've done is like, I've had some things on the list that carry over because when it's right, like, I'm just open to it. It doesn't always mean that it's right. And so there's a lot of times where it's just like, nope, that's a miss, you know, it's not going to happen, but that's okay. Maybe I'm there in a circumstance. And because I was there for one thing, three other doors opened. Something organically showed up. Yes. It happens every time. Mm-hmm. It's not a fluke. Mm-hmm. And so again, that's why I kind of like default back to saying, if you have a bucket list that you like, just things that you want to accomplish, like you think I've always thought this was sexy. I'd love to try this. It does not matter what it is. There is no judgment about it. It could be totally crazy or just something very mild. Yeah. But again, just allowing yourself to be in that space where you're going to receive what's there for you and what's coming in, putting yourself in that position is golden. Well, you are opening up the channels of your receptivity, mm-hmm. which is also expanding your own feminine energy and your feminine body. Yeah. And you're right. Like sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean when you show up and you're open to life, it doesn't mean that a, you're going to attract exactly what it is that you had envisioned. And it also means that if you do attract whatever it was that you had envisioned that you like, you can opt out of it. Yeah. I think there's like, there's magic, there's magic in all of it. And the whole thing is it comes down to being open Am I open or am I choosing to still stay stuck? Because when we're, when we, when we stay stuck or we're like just gravitating towards the same thing over and over again, like that keeps us in these loops and we are not growing. We're not truly expanding. And then we are becoming dated. So I, you know, I wrote a book recently and Uh and it towards the back of the book, I have a whole section of lists, which is kind of like your bucket list. Yes. It's like, you've got to come up with different ideas. And sometimes we just have to write them down. Doesn't mean that that's exactly what we're going to do, but you are telling the universe that you are open and you are reprogramming your entire cellular system, your entire body, your brain, everything. And you are becoming more magnetic and more attractive. (laughs) It's very true. There's no doubt about it. And I, I feel like, you know, the more I've gotten into this, like I said, the big question for me was, oh, who am I becoming? You know, yeah. it's like, oh my God, like if I do this, if I give myself this permission, who am I becoming? And what's everyone going to think? And, you know, on all that, that just that mental self-talk and that, that the, the limiting stuff. And I originally, that was really my focus. Like, whoa, like who's this going to make me at the end of this? And it's done nothing but bring real amazing, fun, great experiences to my life. I have met some of the most amazing people in this journey and, and the, the most like in just 
connected, really truly connected relationships. And I didn't have, I, I, I didn't have those before. Yeah. I thought I did, mm-hmm. but I, you know, it was kind of like, well, it was, more, it was like more like, I'm in this, I'm in this relationship. It's where everyone thinks I should be. And he's good on paper. He checks all these boxes and yeah, maybe I could, you know, like I, it's not quite what I hear about, you know, but I guess it's all right, you know, and there is so much more and so much deeper that we can go, where we can go as far as connecting with, you know, romantic partners. Mm-hmm. And I was nowhere near that and, and where I am now. And it really just is it's really just as simple as saying, I'm going to focus on this aspect of myself for whatever period of time you designate. And then let me assess what the, what's coming in and what the results are. And generally speaking, like it's going to be good and you're going to want to continue with it. And so strange to me, right. That our sexuality is one area of our life Uh that we don't prioritize. Well, and and here's the thing, we can settle for a good enough life. A lot of us have, a lot of people have very good lives, Mm -hmm. right? The relationship checks the boxes and and the business is great and uh, things are hunky-dory, right? Like on, it looks good. Like someone else would be more than happy to live this life, step in and start living it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but then there is a difference between the good enough life and the like exceptional life, the vibrant life, the life where you are fully alive. Yeah. You know, I really think that this is why a lot of people are afraid to die is because they haven't really lived and they know that. By the time they reach the end, they know that they haven't fully lived because they didn't give themselves the permission to. Right. No. And, and, you know, I know you, you mentioned, you know, it's like, what permission did you need to give to yourself so that you could, you could have the courage to take action in your life, open yourself up, explore your sexuality in spite of like whatever the messages were, in spite of like all of those other things, like what are they gonna say? What are people gonna think about me? Because somebody listening is having that same kind of back and forth in their own head. And you know, you know, there's a lot of things that we want, but we just don't give ourselves the permission to go after it because we're afraid of something. Yeah, yeah. So what made you finally say, yes, I'm going to, I'm jumping in and I'm ready to like, whoever's going to say something is going to say something anyways. You're never going to please anybody else because nobody else is going to be able to live your life for you. Somebody will always have something to say. So it doesn't matter. I I guess my, my part of it, uh, honestly, part of it's my personality. Like, I just don't care. I mean, (laughs) I just don't care because I, you know, here's another thing. Um, you know, since I've been so business focused and business minded, one of the things that I already knew inherently was I can't take advice from people that I, if I don't recognize that their lifestyle, the way they're living is something that I would wish to achieve. Mm-hmm. And so we let a lot of people influence us mm-hmm. that really should not and have no business uh, that we take on their opinion. I, I don't want, like, I, 
I don't mind people's opinions at all, actually. And that what the, the show has kind of taught me that because so many people, um, you know, I've gotten over the years, right. You know, really positive feedback and, and then you will get some negative stuff. But the thing is, I don't even care because I know that inherently I'm like, I know that the life that they're living isn't one that I'd be envious of or one that I would wish to emulate. And so if it's not, then it's really easy for me to push them aside and be like, and also say, and also just appreciate hearing a different mindset that's not mine. You know, I'm like, you know what? Hey, I, I can see why that works for you, you know, and I appreciate the thought and you know, here's where I'm at. And it doesn't need to be like, this is, I, I feel like it's interesting because at this point, you know, we know how divisive things are right now in the world. Like it's just this constant, like extreme left or extreme right on, on an opinion on something. And I feel like I want to be in the extreme middle mm. and I want to be able to take this point of view and that point of view, and then go, let me see what, what, what's good and what can I pull from that and move forward in my right direction. Right. And I don't expect anybody else's direction to be right as my, like, you know, to emulate me. Mm -hmm. They can, they can do a watered down version or their own version. I mean, that's the beautiful part of this. It's like, you know, everybody can explore their sexuality in whatever way is right for them. And like I said, it can be, you know, you, it can be very, to use the generic term vanilla, or it can, you know, or you can go crazy with it. And I kind of like, feel like I'm just in the middle. Like I'm just receiving like all this stuff and going, that's interesting. I never thought of that. Or, you know, and I just get to take it all in and go, okay, now which direction am I going to steer the ship now based on that information? And so, you know, you don't have to take other people's opinions as a negative thing necessarily. Just, it's just information coming in and how are you going to process it? That's it. One of the things that I've been playing around with for a couple of years now is archetypes and mm-hmm. alter egos. And sometimes yeah. we need to develop an alter ego in order to give ourselves the permission that we really need and want to take action in our life. Yeah. If we're so attached to the idea of who we are, we're like so attached to, well, this is just how I am. And maybe I'm just vanilla or maybe I'm, you know, this way, those attachments, they keep us from being able to explore ourselves. And so if it's hard for somebody to just flat out say like, I don't care, I'm letting this go. I'm choosing something different. Then another option is to develop an alter ego. This could be one of the ways for somebody to give themselves permission you know, to don an archetype, maybe that archetype is this badass who wears leather pants and, you know, and I know high boots and is able to go out and have those sexual experiences. And, but like, I love that. Yeah. Clear. What, what is this fantasy? You know, whatever it is, if you fantasizing about something, whatever that is, whether it's with, it's in business, it's in travel, it's in your sexuality, it's anything that you want to be able to liberate yourself, get clear on what that is. And like, who do you need to be in order to give yourself permission to do that? You know, what kind of attitude do you need? What kind of like conviction, what kind of like, woof, 
and develop that archetype and then and give that bitch a name you I know, know what I mean? like give her a name Layla <laughs> yeah. you know what I you know what as I was listening to you say that you know it was really coming to to mind for me is that when I started this, I found my way into uh, some BDSM play and I, I, I started to discover my submissive side, right? So I've always been this type A driver, da, 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 you know, like I'm in control. I'm a badass, you know, like I'm a businesswoman and I make shit happen. And, you know, like, don't fuck with me. Like that kind of, you know, boom, boom, boom. And I'd never experienced what it was like to just give up all that to someone else. And that is, it's totally hot. I love it. And I, I, I found a whole nother side of me, but also I, because I had on my bucket list initially, I was like, well, it would be really fun to be more in the dominant role, but that's already what I identified with. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's, it actually, it's only the other side of the coin. So Right now I'm, you know, I, I was like in a submissive relation in a, you know, like a, uh, the DS dynamic and the dominant submissive relationship for three and a half years. And now I'm exploring my dominant side. Mm. And at first I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't think I want to do the heavy lifting, you know, but it's so natural and fun. And it, it, the more I go into that, the more I understand the, uh, my submissive side, because I'm the alter, the alter ego of it right now. And also just like, wow, I'm, I'm further even understanding like what it took for that person who was my dominant to be my dominant. And it's a lot of work, you know, and it's just all it is. It's like, I'm just coming at it from, if you can't go through the front door, like I'll come through the window, like, however mm -hmm. I can get in and understand it, I'll do it. And so to, so to, you know, does that take me out of my submissive side? Like I pretty much know from, from all my exploration, like, I feel like my home is more like when I'm submissive, it's, you know, like in a, in a, in a sexual relationship, like, I like that. I don't want to do the thinking, please yeah. do the heavy lifting for me. Like, I like that. But I also love being able to, so that I further appreciate the submissive in me, mm -hmm. be the dominant, put myself out there, right. know what that's all about, understand the thinking, the mindset, what it takes and, and the creativity because yeah. dominants are very creative. And so just like doing that and also, and also, uh, you know, I won't lie. The power in it is very intoxicating. Like that, you know, when, when you're just telling someone, sit your ass down, like I'm in charge, you know, you answer to me. Yeah. <laughs> so well, this is like, it's hot, it's hot and it's exciting. Oof. And it's also hot and exciting the other way being told like, right. you know, and just surrendering that, like, and but, I, but what I, again, what I've under, what I, what I've really come to understand is again, it's just two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. So nobody has more power than the other. Yeah. And a lot of times I think this is why I bring this up. Cause I really feel like between, you know, when in with partnerships, this is where the struggle lies, mm -hmm. not under fully appreciating 
the other side of it for that person. And also knowing like, really, you are in this together. One of the things that you mentioned got me thinking about playing in that dominant role can really be powerful for people to be able to feel what it feels like to have their their power, especially if they have been powerless in life or have or have felt that they were powerless in life. So I love that you're talking about, you know, I, I found my resting place in the submissive, which makes sense because as a powerful woman in life, business oriented, driven in that more masculine dominant kind of a way, well, shit, you don't always want to have to be that. Like, can I no. let your hair down at some point? Yes. Right. Yeah. Like at some yes. point. It, and, and I feel, honestly, I feel like, um, there were so many things you said there. I was like, oh yes, 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 yes. But the, but really kind of under, I would say the, just the best probably blanket statement I could give under all that is that I really feel like women don't understand how powerful we are and how, you know, how much we're just really in control of that. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to actually feel like, or believe that, you know, we have, that we have bound the boundaries, you know, I never really, especially in business, like I always felt like as a woman, I had an advantage, you know, mm. cause they don't see you coming mm. guys at the top. Don't <laughs> see you coming. Yeah. I mean, they might take notice at like, oh, here's a pretty face or here's right. a whatever nice set of legs or, you know, what, whatever right. you want, but didn't matter. Cause I was just like, Oh, I know. I got you. You know, like, I'm like, don't worry. I'm going to blaze right past you and be like, ah. you know, and, 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 and that's, that has always been very comforting to me. But the problem that I started to encounter with that was then in my room, you know, my, my romantic relationships, I feel like we, as women, because we have so much potential, which is amazing mm-hmm. that we've kind of gotten away from a little bit of like, okay, now how do I hone this power? And how do I, how do I really tap into my femininity? Mm-hmm. And also knowing that it's okay to do that mm-hmm. when you're with, you know, like you talk about the polarity, that's why that polarity is so powerful and important because, you know, you need to be able to sort of give that up, take that armor off and be in your feminine, which is just such a wonderful place. Right. You know, and if you can't do that with your partner, well, who can you do that with? Like, I get it. We got to go out there in the world and we got to slay dragons like the guys do. Uh But, But, you know, at the end of the day, I realized it helped me realize, like, I, I really want to just like, let that, let that all go. And where I'm powerful with another person in a relationship is letting, you know, is, is being a little bit more submissive, which everyone hears that word and think that's weak. It's not really no, the, submissive, not like it's the submissive is really the one that's hundred percent in control. Yes. You can say no, and that's it. It's done. It's off. Being able to be in your surrender yeah. in itself, in life in the situation, in the, whatever that is, that isn't at all a weakness. And so I love that you said that because that's another word that we need to reclaim as a source of our power. 
Yes. That's when we get to open up even more and actually melt open, right? That's the yin. That's the dark. Yeah. Yeah. There's something else that you said then, and in you, you mentioned earlier, and I, I want to just kind of riff off of this, mm-hmm. but there are so many different faces of the feminine. We're talking about, Hey, can I just like, let my hair down? Can I just yeah. like, relax into it? And that is a, a, an aspect of the feminine. And there are the other aspects though, of the feminine, which kind of get muddled in just the overarching term of being masculine, I believe are still aspects of the feminine, such as being cunning and calculated. Mm-hmm. You've got to be cunning and calculated in business. Just like yes. you said, you know, as a woman, they didn't see you coming, but you were using strategy. You were using these different aspects of the feminine. Yes. And, you know, what's funny is that like society in the past and even ourselves, I remember when I first heard that word, like calculated, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not calculated. What, what is that? You know, I I took that like as a negative, Yeah. not negative. It's like a spider is calculated. Yeah. The animals in the wild are the pumas, the tiger, they're calculated, they're cunning. They're very, right. And so it's like, when we start to, but let me, well, let me just put it one, th- another thing too, is like the female of those species that you just mentioned, they're not apologizing. For- exactly. That's my whole point. You got right to it. That's the whole thing. And we don't have to apologize either. No, we don't have to apologize. This right. is part of fully owning who we are in every single aspect of our power. Yeah. Which are all of these different facets. So yes. when, when we start to get out of that Molly homemaker or whatever limited idea of who the yeah. fuck we think we're supposed to be because our parents or society, or we put ourselves in that box. Yeah. We put ourselves there actually. Yeah. Like, I think, I think that's one of the really important things to recognize is that somebody may have said it, but you accepted it. Right. hundred percent. It can't happen without your acceptance yeah. of and so in you just as, just like you said yes to that, you can say no to that. Exactly. It's just as easy. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And it's just like we've given lots and lots of tips on here, you know, creating a plan, creating yeah. a bucket list. What are some fun things that I want to go out and experience? Develop another archetype. Yeah. You know, a de- develop a uh, another alter ego. A persona. Yeah. I mean, like when I'm in the dominant side that that's a persona i mean i'm just i'm it's not i shouldn't even actually say like i think you you said it earlier we have all these aspects of ourselves Mm -hmm. however small you everybody's got an aggressive aspect it may take a lot to pull that out but like everybody's you know every woman has that yeah and or, you know, or just really, or, or a submissive aspect, like even, even if she's totally dominant most of the time, like it, that's, it's all in there. And so it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm tapping into that, to that. And so I can, you know, I can do that. I, I, that's what I've really learned. It's like, okay, now, you know, I'm going to be with this person and this is our dynamic. He likes it this way. And, and he, you know, he wants me to tell him what to do and boss him around and I'm happy to do it, you know, and then, or, or, you know, this guy, 
he's, he likes to be the dominant one and yes, you know, like, Oh, I get to surrender, you know, and I can take all that, that, that weight is lifted off my shoulders and, you know, touch me a certain way. And I just like, Oh, melt into it, you know, and the, all that surrender. And it just, you can, you don't have to be one specific aspect, but when you explore all these, all these things, all these sides, you really get to understand kind of where, what you, what you really lean towards most. And also if you want to jump out of that and into something else for the time being, or just with a specific person, that's okay too. Absolutely. Yeah. And you'll understand, and you'll start to understand what, what's best and what works for you. And then you also as well, will seek out partners that, that meet you at that level instead of you know, like we were talking about at the beginning of the conversation, just where you're like, well, this is what everybody expects. You know, I followed the rules. I did this. And then it was time to, you know, have a boyfriend. And then it was time to, okay, are we serious now? Are we going to get married? And then we're going to do this. And I'm going to, here's my role. Here's your role, you know, and it's. And it works for some people. That can, Mm -hmm. yes, Mm -hmm. but it, but the problem is we know by the divorce rates and the dissatisfaction and what we, the feedback, especially that we hear from women, that doesn't work for the majority of right. us. Mm-hmm. And it's so we have, yeah, we have to sort of find our way with it. And, and that means you gotta, you just gotta put a couple, you know, wear some different hats, <laughs> you know, try them out. You have permission, do it. <laughs> have permission granted. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Have some fun. Oh my gosh. So for our audience, how can they find and follow you and listen to your incredible adventurous? Yes. Okay. So a couple things I also, so the easiest way to find me, because we all have our, you know, handles and social media and like, none of them are the same for me because I didn't jump in and get them all at the same time. So, uh, just go to my website, the curious girl diaries.com from there. You can link to all my social medias. You can listen to my podcast, listen to your, you know, my podcast is, is seven years. It's there's 380 something episodes. Uh, you know, it's, it's chronicled my whole journey from when I very first started, which is kind of funny because, you know, you can tell, like I had, there was no editing. (laughs) I had no direction. It was literally, it was a diary to myself, documenting everything that I was socially experimenting with myself about putting myself in these scenarios. And it was like, let me do this. And let me come back and talk about it. Now I'm going to do that one. And let me come back and talk about it. The other thing that I found was super, super powerful was the bucket list. And so I have a, um, a, just a free bucket list tutorial. You, you take, it takes you about an hour, go to my website, take the tutorial. It'll help you come out with at least five good things that, you know, that'll kind of start you off on your direction. Cause a lot of times some people are like, I don't know like what I'm really into or what's exciting. So I kind of, I help you get clear on that and help you make a list. And then from that's once you start, the beauty of that is that one, like I said, it, once you try one thing, like it'll open 10 more doors. There's never a shortage of things to want to try to investigate and make, you know, make fun goals with either by yourself, which I've done and also with partners. 
So it's great no matter what your circumstance is, but go to, you know, like I said, just go there, curiouscrolldiaries.com. That's the bucket list. That's all my link to all my social medias. And also just to listen to the podcast where you can listen to it, wherever you listen to podcasts, just type in the Curious Girl Diaries, wherever you get your podcast from, like you'll, it's there. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. I Thank have so you. much fun. I'm, I'm like smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we could solve a lot of problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There's so many other things I want to like say yeah. and jump into, but I know we could go on. Yeah. This is yeah. good for our time right now. This yeah. is so great. I cannot wait to hear feedback from all of you listening to this podcast. What do you want to hear more of in regards to this conversation that we just had? I know that this has piqued your curiosity. I know you have some more questions, so let's hear them. But in the meanwhile, Layla, girl, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) I love it. Yes, it's been fabulous. All right, folks, there you have it. Layla London, The Curious Girl Diaries. I hope that you enjoyed this show. And I'm curious to hear what you thought about it. Feel free to leave me some comments, send me a message. Let me know what other topics you would like to have covered here on the Liberate Your Orgasm podcast. Mm